Yo, Wagwan. Yo, it's your boy Swift Epics here, and I'm here with Ruthless Kid. Ruthless Kid, introduce yourself, man. And it's Ruthless Kid. Yo, it's Ruthless Kid here, man. Yeah, man. Like this is this is a new podcast we're starting up called the E Zone slash the Epic Zone. You feel me for the Epic Net? You know, um. Still repping the coalition.com. Get me the epic network that's, that's under the coalition label. Really, it's, it's like a, a son of the coalition, if you will. But you know, um, like this on this podcast, we're just gonna, you know, run through everything in entertainment, really. Whether it's, you know, sometimes we might talk about games, but I mean, if you want game talk, then just go to the coalition.com anyway, because that's what we specialize in. But you know, we on, on this, Podcast, you know, where we talk a, a lot of hip hop, movies, you know, um, you know, TV, anything, man. Whether it's hip hop, grime, anime, wrestling, anything. So, you know, we just chill out and just, you know, talk about anything. So, I hope you guys enjoy this this new podcast for the site. How you feeling, ruthless? Yeah, I'm feeling blessed. Yo, you know I've got my own segment, Ruthless Randoms. So, like, that's just me bringing up anything I feel like to talk about, like, that's been going out throughout the week. So, yeah, stay man. tuned for that. Yeah, i also put some tunes in the show as well, you know, like one or two tunes. So, you know, listen out for that. You can hear some music, too. So, with that being said, let's get into this. And uh, the, f- the first thing we have to talk about is Chris Brown. Now, he recently did an interview on a um, radio station, but when he was asked about Rihanna, he straight up hung up. <laughs> he hung up on the radio station. It's crazy. And, um, you know, he, I mean, he's also, you know, expressing anger against retailers for um, his album being blackboard due to the whole Rihanna thing. So, I mean, you know, he, he just, he just continues to dig himself a, a, a bigger grave. Yeah, me. Like, I don't even think he should have brought out an album. To be honest with you, I mean, I know controversy sells, but it's the wrong kind of controversy. And you know, I don't I, even know he brought it out. I don't even know if it's out yet. I think it is. Yeah, is it out? It came out like it came. Out, I think it came out like last week or two weeks ago. Um, got okay. I didn't even know he had one. And like the only yeah. time I knew one there was Transformia, and I didn't even listen to that properly. Yeah, that's crazy, man. Like, it's too soon for that, man. You should have waited, like, you know, till this this whole thing died down, because it still hasn't died down yet, you know. And and that happened in February, so it's crazy, man. What, that long you, ago. Yeah. What do you think about it? Well, man? I think. Yeah, I but, think he should not have bought out an album, man. Yeah, it's crazy. But what like, was your initial? What was your initial reaction to to what happened? There was bare rumors going around. All I knew is that Chris Brown beat up Rihanna because he gave because the first apparently it's true though that Rihanna did have herpes. That's what I thought it was about. <laughs> yeah, that that was the story that went around. You know, I mean, but like, 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 have I, you heard the beef between Tequila te- Tequila? I mean, Tequila Tequila. What? Tequila, yeah. Tequila Tequila and Rihanna, yeah. Yeah, they got beef, and it's gone on a stream yet. Um, not the last, not the last video, but the one before that. Um, she calls out Rihanna, saying that she, Rihanna has herpes, 
and how Rihanna is. Um, that's why she took so long to do an interview because she didn't want to be shown with her herpes. <laughs> what what is their beef stuff. anyway? Why are they beef? Like, uh, basically, um, I agree with Rihanna though. I can see where Rihanna's come from. She says there's two people she should um, basically she was on the radio station, and there's two people she should um, turn off. Um, who would it be? And she said some next girl. I can't remember what her name was. Yeah, some other actor. And she said Tequila. Tequila. Mm-hmm. And then, and then I think like she said something about she was at some American Awards and that or MTV was a sign like that. And AMA and that she didn't. And then she was like there with drinking her hand, saying stuff about Rihanna or some rubbish like that. So then, oh. but then, because Tequila, Tequila has never been to a. American Music Award before she called around she goes yeah it was the MTV Awards maybe it was that you lying bitch or this and then said she has herpes and she found out by someone close to Rihanna that she had herpes so you know well that's crazy man this, this little diva be what's, what's all that feedback <laughs> sounds crazy over there sounds like you're in the jungle or something but yeah um, all really? this all this diva beef it's okay now all this diva beef is crazy, man, between, like, Rihanna and Tequila Tequila. I didn't even know who Tequila Tequila was until Joe Bunnan said her name in, in the BET cypher, man. So, <laughs> <laughs> and the next thing I hear, she's naked on camera every day on Ustream or whatever. Like, what the hell? Yo, you ain't, you ain't heard the big news. What's that? She's marrying the hairess. Of the Johnson and Johnson Corporation, she announced it on a stream like yesterday, no, two days ago. Oh my god, yo, you're one of our biggest fans, all right? Yeah, yeah, but I'm not, I'm not a <laughs> VIP fan. She doesn't want a lot of people in the VIP spot, so like, I didn't make it. I was to sign up, man. But yo, I've seen her naked. Ah, uh, everyone has. <laughs> but yeah, uh, moving on. Uh, before we move on to our next topic, I would just like to give a shout out to all the guys at the coalition. You know, we, we, we stay chatting in the office and all that. And right now, um, Carl Daniel just asked something, you know, very interesting. Carl, Carl Daniel was crypt, by the way. Uh, he, he said, what was the first console you, you ever bought? So, Ruthless, what, what was your answer? Just tell the people. The Sega Mega Drive. So, wait, you actually bought that, or it was bought for you? Oh, it was bought for me. The first console oh. I had, yeah. Well, what's the first console you ever bought, though? Because to me, I think, I think you know, that means the most when you can actually buy your own console. To me, that means the most. So, what was well, your... you're not going to believe it. The what? only console... I've only bought one console in my life. Xbox 360. Myself. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> nah man Guess again Gamecube Yes Nintendo Gamecube Wow yeah, I had I'm, to have Dragon Ball Z put it by that is, It's a good pick though You know Gamecube is a classic You know For real So uh, my, my my first one that I bought Was um I guess I'd have to say Dreamcast, but I didn't buy it all myself. I, I put money towards it. Like, I put like half the money towards it. So I, yeah, I, I that's guess that's my GameCube. Yeah. But I paid some for it. Yeah, man. But what yeah. What was but... your first game? 
first game? What, on Dreamcast or like first game? It was Sonic and Power Stone. Sonic Adventures and Power Stone. Raw, man. My first game on um, Nintendo GameCube, I got two. I got the bundle with um, Mario Kart Double Dash, best best uh, Mario Kart game, I think. And, yeah, um, that was definitely a classic. Trust me, it was like one of the best I like. That's the only Mario game that I've spent long time enough to complete it. Like, if you get so far and you get up to like the um, reverse, the reverse mode where you do every single track backwards, it's amazing. Yeah, man. that's something else. But yeah, shout out to all the Coalition guys. Make sure you guys check out thecoalition.com for all your gaming needs. So let's move on to um. Yo, yo, yo Swift, man. What, what was your first ever console? Your first ever console? Mega Drive. Yeah, man. Yeah. You know what? If it wasn't for you, yeah, you know I wouldn't have played Street of Rage. You got me into that, man. I had to go buy it for my birthday. <laughs> oh, yeah, man. That game's a classic, man. Like, that, like, I used to try and skip school for that game, man. Like, that's how much it meant, <laughs> <laughs> meant to me. So. so, did you ever have that game after Burnout? Yeah. That was one of the best games, man. Yeah, there was a lot of classics for Mega Drive. But yeah, moving on to the um, hip-hop and grime discussion. You know, we're going to run through our our best of hip-hop and grime in 2009. So first, you know, we're going to say... I'm going to ask the question, who had the best hip-hop album in 2009? I'm going to ask the question to Ruthless, and then I'm going to answer the question myself. Now, um, you, it, this doesn't have to just be hip hop. It's gonna be hip hop slash R and B because I know you listen to a lot of R and B too. So we'll, we'll merge the categories. So who had the best hip hop slash R and B album to Ooh, you? That'd be a in two thousand and nine. Two thousand and nine. You know what? Yeah. Um, Keisha Cole's album hasn't dropped yet, and I know that's gonna be like. One of the best albums, if you've heard, like, uh, if you've heard um, American State of Mind Part 2, but I don't, I don't, I don't know, uh, I haven't listened to that much albums this year, but I'd have to say, I don't want to, but I've got to say, from what I've heard, The Blueprint 3. Yeah, good pick. That album was really good, you know, I ain't going front. That was a How great album. Wait? Actually, you know what? Actually, wait, 2009, yeah? Yeah. Best, best album, yeah, that I've, that hip, I've actually liked. This hip-hop, hip-hop and yeah. R&B, yeah. Uh, we'll, we'll get to all the, you know, other stuff, like grime. You know who I like? I, um, uh, was for Dream, man, for Dream. Okay. For Dream. And so what, what would you it. what would you rate the album out of five? Five. Okay. Like, well, I've never heard. Of, like he went in so hard. Like you know, you talk about hard buckers like gigs, yeah, yeah. and like D blocking that. Yeah. He went hard in a love way. Like when he talks about sex, yeah, he went in hard. <laughs> like I was him from the back and the front. We yeah, literally. Yeah, literally. Little. Yeah, literally, man. Yo, um, did did you see his wedding? You know he married um Christina Milian, right? Yeah, but I thought that was like a private thing. Like, yeah, it I mean, was. I've seen him in wedding photos. 
Yeah, like he, like, he looked crazy in that suit, man. He looked <laughs> like, I, I think, I was like, who the hell are you marrying, Christina? <laughs> yeah. No, but didn't you get married in Las Vegas, so why are they wedding photos? I thought it was like one of them quick things, like eloping things, and all you see is them in wedding clothes. I, I was kind of stunned by that, because what I heard is that they got married in Las Vegas, like a quick thing, but then they had a proper marriage. Man, no, no black wedding is a quick thing, man. <laughs> you know, like people make make a big event out of everything, so you know. But uh, yeah, my my best hip hop album of two thousand and nine. Um, it's a tough choice. Um, there was a lot of good hip hop albums. Mano had a good one. Eminem, um, Jay Z. But you know, of course, my favorite is Fifty Cent. Before I self destruct. So. Oh, that one was shit, man. It was. I, I don't understand why people think that. Like, I think it was way better than Curtis. Oh, Curtis was the best. Was oh, Curtis was a. You know how many bangers on this? Like, Fifty Cent could have released every single track on Curtis and met, went like top ten, man. But on this one, he's releasing shit like "Baby by Me," "Do You Think of Me?" Fuck that, man. He's be releasing Eminem Psycho, man. And so disrespectful, man. Well, you know why he releases those as singles. Like, I, I agree with you there. You know, I, I, don't, I don't like to see those as singles, but I know why he does it because those are the most appealing songs on the album. You know, those are the the ones that everybody will identify with. You know, but like, no. not, not everyone can identify with the hood stuff. So that's why he so, does that. Okay, if you have a song with Eminem, you're gonna get sales. Like. Well, I mean, yeah, I mean, yeah, it's true, but, like, that song can't play on the radio, because it's like, you know, they're talking about killing and stuff, like, it's not a radio-friendly song. But look at Eminem's song, it's 3am, man, come on now, look at that, 3am. Yeah, but he did it, he did it in a creative way that, you know, it can still get played. Yo, Matt, you know what, yeah, 50 Cent should have released, um... What's that song? Officer Ricky, man. He would have. <laughs> 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 Officer Ricky. Ricky. Yeah, that that was that was a sick diss track. <laughs> I want to know what that beat is, man. It's amazing, isn't it? Yeah. Like, come, come on, you know what? You know why I say? You know, everyone says Fifty Cent is a businessman. He's yeah. not a good businessman. You know why? Because if he was a businessman, he would have done what Lil Wayne did. When he, when Lil Wayne's album leaked, he found. He, he went out there on every forum site and that and found out what what ones were were leaked, all the tracks that were leaked, because most all yeah, the whole album I mean, it's, it's not that he's, he's not a good businessman, it's that he doesn't, he's at a point where he doesn't care, like, he doesn't need the extra money, like, because he is such a good businessman that he's worth, like, over, um, how much did they say? They said, like, something crazy, like, 200 million, like, he's worth. And you know, from that from that whole vitamin water deal, he made a, like I think the deal was like four hundred million. But obviously, there's tax and everything like that, so who knows what he received off the wow. time. So I mean, yeah, like he he doesn't like he doesn't. I don't think he cared too much like, about the leaking because like, it's, it's out like it's out of your control at the end of the day if it leaks. I mean, you can you know get on the the internet and try and. Block it wherever you can, but still, people are gonna get it anyway. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. What Once said, people have it, that's it. But what? But what thing did yeah? What Lil Wayne was did 
he got all the tracks there, and he basically, all the tracks that are out there, he added a few more tracks onto it, and called it Elite, and made it a free download, and then all the songs he had for his album, yeah, left it. You know, like, 50 Cent, he always brags about making, he, only, he has, like, 50 tunes to choose from, but only, like, 15 make the cut. Yeah. He should have done that, and just added in the new ones. Like, when your mixtapes are better... But the, see, the thing is, he couldn't, the thing is, he couldn't do that though, because, um, the, the album leaked when it went, like, cause it was already produced, like, it was already built into a CD disc, and that's the point where it leaked, so he couldn't go back and make changes at that point. You know what, he, he should have waited longer, man, he should have really, he just said, he, he should have just took them all back, yeah, if he had all this money, yeah. Made a release, a free download, or, or made it a mixtape, and said my new album. Oh, that, that's build that, that's out of its control because it's down to the label whether they they want to take it back up. Like to be honest with you, it's, it's a, his his label have been messing him up for a long time, and that's why he wants know, to, to get that, to get the album out because he wants to finish his contract and and do something else, go elsewhere yeah. or create his own record label. So oh, he, he should create his own and G and he should sign himself to the G or whatever. Man. But yeah. That was it. But when you have tunes like bit like Flight One Eight Seven and Okay, you're right, man. You could release them, man. That, they they were just hot, man. But like, that hype up. Like if his album didn't leak, I reckon it would have done so much more because yeah. his two mixtapes just hyped up what his album was gonna be. Then you get that album, it's like shit, man. Oh. Like I'm, I'm glad I got the two. Like you know what he should have done? He should have sold Before I Self Destruct with the movie and the two mixtapes. To get money's worth, man. Well, mixtapes are meant to be free, you know. So, I mean, I think it was good value how how it was. I mean, you get the movie and the CD, you know, like that. That's good value right there. Plus, in America, they got the Jam Master Jade documentary with it as well. But in the UK, we didn't get that, unfortunately. But um, yeah, moving on to the next category. So, who do you think had the best grime album? Now, before um, you answer, I just want to say to all our US listeners out there, you know, we are from the UK. Grime is the, is the big thing out here, you know, so we, we're going to rep it right. So, yeah, Ruthless, answer the question. Who do you think had the best Grime album? Why don't you go first, man? I went first in my last one. All right, cool. Well, um, I haven't really, like, to be honest, I haven't listened to too much Grime, like, as far as albums. I've just been listening to like songs. Like I haven't really checked out many albums, but the one album I did cop was um Skepta Microphone Champion, of course. And I loved it. So I mean that's that's all I can say right there. You know, I I'd give that um I give that like a, a three and a half out of five. It wasn't as good as first one but Yeah, Skepta's bars and DJ, he's good, yeah, but... You know what, I, 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 like, I, I like his clarity, like, he doesn't have, he doesn't have, like, crazy bars like Ghetto, but he has clarity on the mic, like, you can understand everything he says without having to listen too hard to, to catch it, so that's what I like. Yeah, yeah, you're like, he, he's good, man, he, he says it's plain simple, like, um, like his brother JME, man. Plain and simple, like you don't need to be like fair. Like, what did he say? Oh, that was sick, and like missing stuff. Yeah, he just says it straight, simple, and it makes sense. Like, and you know what he's talking about. Yeah, man. But so, what was your best? Grime, 
best grime album this year. Damn. Was there really that much? Like, I know Chipmunk had an I Am Chipmunk. Yeah, um, I mean, there was, there was Get, I think there was loads this year that, wasn't there Bashy as well? I mean, I know there was Ghetto, there was Wiley, there was Skepta, um, who else was there? Chipmunk? Yeah, Chipmunk has one, I Am Chipmunk. You no, know I heard a few songs. Tinchi Strato? Yeah, you know what, I heard a few And Diz- you know, I gotta say Chipmunk. Nah, nah, I ain't even like, talking about Dizzy, man. <laughs> yeah, he sold out big time. Yeah, he sold out, like, I have to say one one good grime album this this year. Like it wouldn't be like a proper album, It'd be mixtapes because like I know mixtapes are coming like albums now. Yeah. But I've got to, I've got to say either P Money P Money made a mixtape but he but he didn't call it an album. So this is not an album, but his was good yeah because he was like basically doing his own thing. But I have to say um. Chipmunks look is looking pretty good. Chipmunks one is looking pretty pretty good, man. Like Chipmunks one is looking one of the best ones. I heard one song called Beer Family. Oh man, that was the best. Cool, yeah, cool. Alright, so the next one is what was your favourite mixtape this year? <laughs> so I was gonna ask about mixtapes anyway. So uh it's your turn to go first. So just name a different mixtape to the ones you already said. Basically. Uh, what else was your favourite mixtape? Favorite mixtape. Uh, everyone's putting out mixtapes these years, man. Yeah. Money was good. Oh, it's gonna be so hard. Like I know, like the Ripper had Afro Samurai, and I know his materials like. And I heard a few songs. I've got to say, Black Black Ripper's always been my favorite. So yeah, um, Black the Ripper, um, the one after Afro Samurai. Oh, what was it called, man? Because no Black Ripper is like a black... You think he's a black activist, where he, and the way yeah. that he spits his rhymes, you, you call him like the the um the English Tupac Shakur. Yeah, I remember Hip Hop Gamer. Hip Hop Gamer put one of his song, one of his videos at the end of his show one time. That surprised the hell out of me. <laughs> and then that surprised me. I was like, what? Black? And I was thinking someone from the UK called Black Up. Or the only black I know. Like isn't that good? And then I saw Black the Ripper. I was like, yeah, that's. Black. And I think it might be Black the Ripper. And then yeah, it was Black the Ripper. So yeah, Black the Ripper, man, always, always. Uh, yeah. So my my favorite mixtape was um, I have to say, um, War Angel, man. That that went hard. That went so hard. And so I have to say, War Angel. Oh Back yeah, yeah, my, my, yeah. My, yeah, my favorite hip hop mixtape. This year was um, <clears throat> Joe Budden Mood Music Free. <laughs> well, that wasn't this year. That was like two years ago. That was 2007. I was only joking. I was only joking. I've had on HBS. <laughs> nah, nah. But yeah, I've got to say um, War Angel, man. War Angel. Forever King, London Girl Part 1 and 2, man. They're the best. Yeah, man. So, um... Your most memorable moment in hip hop this year. So it could be anything, you know, from beefs to performances to ciphers to an artist to a new artist coming out or something. What what was, you know, your best hip hop moment this year? You want me to go first or are you going first? You go first, man. Alright. Um uh, That's a tough one. 
there, there was some crazy moments this year. There was, man. Uh, um, I mean... You know what? There was... You know what I crazy news? What? You you know, I I was thinking that, but I've already said, I've already given too many 50 cent answers, so, no, I'm staying away from that one, but, um, I think mine, I don't know, like, the whole Joe Budden drama, like, he had so much drama this year, and it was so fun, like, following it, you know, he got punched on camera, um, like, he lost his girl, he had numerous arguments with his girl, he got a new girl, and, like, 50 Cent was, it was feeling up on his ex, and he released a track, and, like, it's, it's crazy, man, like, his, his life story this year, it's just been, and it's crazy, cause at, at the start of the year, Joe Bunn seemed like such a tough guy, because he was coming off of the whole, um, ransom beef, where, um, like I don't know if you know what happened, but it's like it was on some real street shit anyway. But like it, you know, he seemed like no, nah, it was like um they they they've been beefing for a while, or whatever. And you know, Joe Budden released a video, and then Ransom got upset, and then um Ransom must have said something about Joe Budden's girl. So then Joe Budden went to Ransom's house or whatever, and Ransom. You know, he ran back in his house and shot out the window. And then, you know, (laughs) (laughs) Joe Budden made another video, you know, like dissing him for that. And then Ransom made one and he slapped Joe Budden's man. Like they went to his house and they slapped him on the doorstep. So it was crazy, man. But yeah, um, Joe Budden started off this year seeming like a tough guy. But, you know, now he just seems like a, a regular dude, like an average Joe. Literally. So it's not papoos. <laughs> yeah, man, it's been a crazy year for Budden. That's so, why I'm yeah. gonna try and make papoos. You think he you think he's he's biting papoos' star? Yeah, man. He's trying to be like papoos, man, because like, everyone gets hyped what they when papoos says the fact that I hit him with the bat, I hit him with the bat, and I hit him with the bat. Yo, man. <laughs> Joe Bunn is trying to go, go up in the, in the yard and hit them with the band. Yeah. yeah. So, what was your most memorable moment in hip hop? <laughs> Officer Ricky. Officer Ricky. Yeah, that was crazy, man. You had um, you had you know Rick Ross came out and and dissed Fifty. Like he said something about Fifty's baby moms in the track. That's how yeah. it all started. And then, you know, 50 Cent, 50 Cent comes out with his baby mom and takes her shopping, buying her Gucci and all that. So disrespectful. So disrespectful. <laughs> yeah, man. So disrespectful. And then and it wasn't even that, yeah? It was when they went to Mayweather's house and his yeah. kid said it ain't nothing. <laughs> that was poignant, man. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Yeah. And, you know, um... You know the real Rick Ross this year too, and like you know he, he just basically said that he messaged Rick Ross, the rapper. You know he's stealing his identity and all that. Yeah, didn't he? Yeah, when he was exposed to the CEO in prison, he was like, "I can't believe he took it. That's a disgrace to my name." Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so, and I- the whole CEO thing as well—that was crazy. Pimping Curly—that <laughs> was joke. 
That, that's what you know. Oh yeah, I don't know if you got the text here, but I texted you like the other day. Fifty Cent was on um on Westwood show, and he's like, "Yo, I don't want Fifty Cent. I want Pimping Curly. Where Pimping Curly yeah, at?" I heard that. I heard that. <laughs> yeah, man. And he's like, and I don't know why a one says says to um Fifty Cent, "Yo, you done a sex tape?" He's like, and Fifty Cent always say, "Yo, I didn't do it. It was already out there. I just exposed it." <laughs> <laughs> So that's, yo, yo, let me read you, yo, let me, okay, yo, everyone, yeah, let me, this is what got Rick Ross killed and his career deaded. The only reason why he survived is because he took it as a joke by saying Eminem's a faggot, 15's a faggot, yo, he ain't, but when you do that, yeah, no one's taking you seriously, but this is what got Rick Ross killed. I love to pay her, I love to pay her bills. Can't wait to pay her rent. Curtis Jackson's baby mother, I ain't asking for a cent. Burn the house down, gotta buy another. Don't forget the gas can, jealous, stupid motherfucker. Four yeah, lines. That led to his doom. <laughs> that led to Officer Ricky, Officer Down, Tia told me. And what was Tony Tonyero's one? I don't even know. What Somebody snitched on me. Yeah, somebody snitched on me. Yo, man. But yeah. yeah, man. Um, so moving on, we're gonna move on to our next topic now because you know that pretty much does it for that one. Um, well, yeah. why, why are you stealing my catchphrase? What? How do you say yeah, man? <laughs> Shut up, man. Yeah. <laughs> yo, 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 you forgot. Memorable grime moment this year. Uh, nah, cause I wanted to skip it, cause you know time's going on. But uh, I mean, the the only moment I can think of in grime anyway that that was funny was the whole um Skepta and Wiley beef. The whole. That's what uh, I was gonna say. Yeah. <laughs> in the country. In the. <laughs> yeah, man. <laughs> we know that anyway, so yeah, that's it, man. Just skip it, cause we both are gonna say the same thing. Yeah, man. Yeah. Um... I'm just going to play a track now. So, you know, after that, we're going to have Ruthless's segment, Ruthless's Randoms. So, enjoy the track. We'll be back after. Peace. Wow. Yeah, always ready. The black Nigerian's way too heavy. Every time I open my mouth, look, I say a lyric and another MC gets buried. Yeah, six feet under. Leave a hole in your jumper when the big skeng rings up like a private number. Ring, ring, talk to the answer machine. Yo, Frisco, pass the machine. I just want to do my part for the scene. I'm a big man, but they want to see me act like I'm 15. Nah, fam, it's a big man thing, so please stop watching the whip man's in. I don't want to be no funky house DJ, but they got me on a whip man thing. You can't threaten me with no bad man talk, I'm not scared, sorry man. You can't threaten me with no bad man talk, I'm not scared, sorry man. You can't threaten me with no bad man talk, I'm not scared, sorry man. I've seen so much now, I don't give a monkey. Swim from tree to tree just like monkeys. So man wanna war me, record me. Lights, camera, action. Who produces anthem after anthem? Me, Skeptar, the microphone champion. Some people can't see you will never win a lyrical war with me. So I'm gonna call this one Lord of the Mics Part 3. And murder another 25 MC, so dig me a larger grave. Spray my ting like aftershave. It's gonna be a part today when your heartbeat stops and you pass away. Trust me, it's all easy to me. I'm champagne, you're Lambrini to me. Don't know why you're talking greasy to me when I'm Rodney Price, you're beanie to me. You can't threaten me with no bad man talk, I'm not scared, sorry man. You can't threaten me with no bad man talk, I'm not scared, sorry man. 
You can't threaten me with no bad man talk, I'm not scared, sorry man I sin so much now I don't give a monkey Swing from tree to tree just like monkeys They wanna run it up but like Armour said It's nothing, leave them Bit of skating talk, I can't believe them Red and white R6, I'll leave them Ed Hardy glasses, I can't see them So why you talking like you can't die? One bullet in each lung, breathe then You see you sounding wheezy And I heard your CD You and your man them are talking greasy I just tell a man like D-E-E Come on, come on Do you really think I give two shits if you're greasy? I don't think so, you man ain't seen greasy yet Will my man then pop it off your marrow will fly into the sky like easy jet You can't threaten me with no bad man talk, I'm not scared, sorry man You can't threaten me with no bad man talk, I'm not scared, sorry man You can't threaten me with no bad man talk, I'm not scared, sorry man I've seen so much now I don't give a monkey Swing from tree to tree just like monkeys So, time for your segment Ruthless's randoms. So, what have you got to discuss today? Ruthless random. Yo, you know I should get an intro for this whenever we do it, man. Like, <laughs> anyway, um, yo, today, yeah, yo, I'm gonna switch up a bit. Yo, TNA wrestling, like, they they just bought Hulk Hogan. They're really pushing out, promoting it out. Now they're going one on one with Monday Night Raw. Can they do it? Uh, nah, nah, nah. See, it's the thing. It's, it's only one night, though, man. They need to do it every week. No, no, no. But apparently, yeah, if this succeeds, Spike might give them time to clash with Raw on um, every Monday night. But, they, but this is they, some people are saying it's a tester, and it might show Mick Foley versus Hulk Hogan, or they're going to have some beef, or a storyline looking for that. But, you know... And the mad thing is, yeah, there's rumours going around why Jeff has been suspended from the company that he, in fact, created or founded with his money. He's on leave because he... I think Dixie Carter's the boss. But um, it's because he's... Because we know Kurt Angle broke up with his wife and she, she was cheating on him with another superstar. But yeah. apparently, Jeff Jarrett is with well, with Karen Angle. But I don't know how okay. true it is because no one's confirmed it. It's just been rumours. Damn, I didn't even know about all that drama. That's crazy. I mean, I knew they split oh, yeah. up, but I didn't know she cheated, like, or something. Yeah. That's crazy. He cheated, she cheated. He went with Rucker Khan, that big, tall black girl that used to hang out with Big Papa Pub. <laughs> and, and, like, someone who works in the company rang up some radio saying that Jeff Derrick has been suspended and he's, because he's with Kurt Angle's wife. And, or something like that. And then no one's, and Dick Scott in an interview didn't, it said, he, said he's taken some downtime. So, like, how's the boss going to get your wife or whatever, man? Like, That's on, crazy, man. Crangle, man. Like, it's crazy, man. Well, you know, you know what I want to say about TNA, though? I mean, yeah. I, I respect that they, they, like, they keep it raw, like, as far as the wrestling style. Like, they keep it raw. They keep it spectacular. Like, everything, you know, all, all the excitement that's supposed to be in wrestling, they, they keep it real. While WWE is, you know, a bit watered down at the moment because they're taking that whole PG-13 route. But the thing is, though, TNA... They're getting more like WCW every day, like WCW before yeah. they got bought out. And if you bring in Hogan and Eric Bischoff, it's it's almost going to be like a repeat of that. No, but I was reading an article on IGN the other day, yeah, and and I actually agreed with it. It wasn't um, it wasn't WCW that failed WCW. WCW was doing all right. They were winning. They yeah. were. Yeah, they 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 was winning for like a couple of years. Yeah, they it, was, it wasn't that it was the money problems. 
And Dixie Carter knows that. And she ain't, she wants to be the best. And they ain't going to, like, I know they ain't going to get in financial trouble. It's just, can they keep the viewers? Because if you notice, yeah, like, they had a special episode where they, um, where before it started, they thanked all the um, UK fans because they have, because WWE, TNA has more ratings in the UK than, than Raw does. Raw, SmackDown, ECW have. Like, as individual shows, not all together. Because you add all the time of SmackDown, Raw, and ratings all together, obviously, yeah, it's going to be better. Because they should have, like, like three Raws a week, is it? Or four Raws and three SmackDowns, and, like, about four ECWs a week showing. So, you know. But in live shows, and, like, when the show actually comes on, yeah, TNA has more ratings. So, you know, like I just said, they might beat WWE for a couple of years in ratings, but can they actually get that billion-dollar status? Yeah. I'm going to ask you that question. Hey? I mean, it's going to take a lot of work. Yeah, I mean, like, if you ask me if they if they can going how they're going now, I say no. Because, you know, I mean, WWE is such a huge steamroller that, you know, it's, it's going to be difficult for them. They, they're going to have to really put in work and just, you know, just work hard to achieve that. You know, but I do think they can. It might take them a while, though. And, you know, they got to be, they, they be worried about just staying in business, you know, and not being bought out by Vince. You know, that's what yeah. they need to worry about. They need to, before they... They won't. They, they won't. Yeah. Before they can even think about... No, they won't be bought out by Vince. I know, but, but check this out. Before they even think about toppling the WWE, they just have to work on establishing themselves to the to the whole world as an alternative and show them what what, what they got to offer. Because when, when I watched that DVD about WCW, it wasn't WCW that was failing. It was the people behind it. Only one yeah, person I mean, the, on their most, most of the wrestlers led, led to the destruction of the show. Because, like, everybody was on a huge ego trip and that nobody wanted to lose matches. Everybody wanted to be in control of, you know, their own character or the the outcome of their storyline and stuff like that. So, you know, that's what led to this. Exactly. this so, TNA, man. All I'm going to say is that TNA, you've got the best talent, the best wrestlers. I like the way they interact with their fans. They do more than WWE. They actually reach out to the fans. They answer your messages on Twitter, they talk to you. Like, my friend, who, who like, we might start a wrestling podcast with, her name's called Zade. Yeah. She done a video, um, you know one of the videos where you cut and paste stuff into a video? Yeah. And, um, done that sort of stuff, and, like, a wrestler actually contacted her, oh. and, um, they use it on his page now. So, they interact with the fans, it's very good. So I just want to say, TNA, keep doing your thing, but, you got Hulk Hogan, he's not, like, up there like anymore but you're getting only the Hulk Hogan fans but keep it real and I like the way they always um, like you know they explain stuff like they um they don't keep things secret I love that, that. like Victoria said that she had a five year contract with WWE aside from WWE don't TNA because she didn't want to become a trainer for Barbie dolls so yeah TNA you're doing it man let's carry on thing man yeah so I mean is, was, is that it for Rufus's randoms you have anything else or was that it that was it, man. Alright, cool. So, we're going to move on to our final segment, which is called Epic Fail, where we basically just put people on blast for something they might have did, you know, 
we basically just talk real greasy, you know, like if so you better not be be caught slipping, otherwise we're gonna be on that case. So I'm gonna go first. I've got two things to talk about. Firstly is Tiger Woods. Now, um we all know this controversy about, you know, Tiger Woods cheating on his wife and all that. But it's 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 really being blown out of proportion. And I guess it's because, you know, Tiger Woods is he's been so dominant in his field, you know, for so long, like with the whole golf the golf thing. And it's like it's like the media have just been waiting for him to slip up because he seemed so squeaky clean, so innocent, you know, and, you know, a black man making all that money, getting all those trophies. You know, they, they just want to see the destruction of him. So they were waiting for something like this to happen. I mean, come on, man. Like, let, let me rant a little bit about this. Right. All these white people, they commit adultery and cheat on each other all day. Like, there's enough celebrities out there doing that stuff, man. So, I mean, why is the, the media, like, emphasizing so much on Tiger Woods for, you know? It's blatantly just because they want to see the destruction of him. They're tired of him being so successful, getting all that money for so long, and, you know, not having, not having anything bad about him. So, once this comes out, you know, they're just all over it. When he's not, it's not like he's the first one to ever do that. You know, I mean, yeah, it's bad, but damn, give him a break, man. <laughs> you got any words to add to that? To add to that one? Oh, um, everything you said is true. <laughs> you are going rural, man. You're chatting greasy as well. Yeah, man. Like well, the... my head. Say what? And I was gonna say my epic fail, man. Like at the moment, yeah. like go ahead. I I, I got fail, another man. one, but you you go ahead and get yours out first. No, no, no. You do your other one, man. <laughs> I'm gonna drop some bombs. All right. Looking forward to that. Okay, my next one was Timberland. Timberland, you know, after dropping um his his recent album, which I think is Shock Value Two, is it? I think that was his latest album, anyway. But yeah. He, yeah. He's now saying he's done with hip hop and, and he also said that Jay Z, Kanye and Lil Wayne are the only ones really doing it for him. Now, I got to pick a few Timberland. Firstly, no, they're not the only ones doing it. Okay, there's there's loads there's there's a lot of talent out there now. And if you feel that way, if you feel that, you know, you're done with hip hop because you don't feel, feel the, the love is there anymore, then why don't you, you know, you, you've got some, it was the number one producer and you can make some hot beats. So what I want to say is why don't you, you know, put that to good use and develop some new rappers or something, you know, develop, you know, some new people. Cause I mean, hip hop needs some new people right now, to be honest with you. Like we need someone to save hip hop. Cause I don't like where it's going. So yeah, that, that's all I had to say about that. That's your epic fail. Yep. My yeah. epic fail is can't believe I'm saying this, man. Ready for it? Go ahead. Fifty Cent and his shit album. Oh my god. Only three decent songs. Three decent um, songs? Which ones do you think are decent? Um, Psycho. 
Flight 187 and then Days Gone By. Flight 187 ain't on the album. I mean, not Flight 187. Okay, you're right. Okay, you're right. Man, nah. That, that had a lot. I mean, Death to My Enemies, So Disrespectful, Crime Wave, Hold Me Down. Crime Wave was shit. The nope. video was good. Crime Wave is dope, man. Like, his album should be, shouldn't even be released, man. Oh man. You know what, yeah? That, that album was dope, man. I don't care. Epic spell for, Vin- for people who Vin- wasted their money buying it. Vintage 50 ain't Vintage 50. Ghetto Quran was much better than that. Ghetto Quran was a song, yeah. And, and yeah, I agree with you. Like, that mixtape smashes before I self-destruct. Like, that Guess Who's Back mixtape. That's that's a classic 50 Cent mixtape right there. You know? So. Wasn't it the pound? Oh, wait. Oh, oh. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That song That song was on his, his, his um unreleased album as well. Power of the Dollar. Yeah, yeah that's what I was going to say. Power it, it never got released because, you know, he got shot and then he got dropped from the label. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, yeah, that's a, that, that album is a classic too. Yeah, but, see, he's been getting, like, Curtis was amazing. The best song on there, I Still Kill, nigga, but I won't if you got to kill. Yeah, that, that went really he, 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 actually video, did. he actually made a video for that. Yeah. So he did. And yeah, they did make a video for it, but it was like an edited version, and like it didn't really appear. Like I didn't even see it. Yeah, that's because of because of what the song's about. See, when 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 a rapper makes a song to do with killing, they're not gonna promote it that much and play it on TV and stuff. It doesn't it doesn't get airplay. So that's yeah. what happens. Another epic fail is Miss Gallet, whatever that face is, Gil Browter winning uh, Miss World, and I'm trying to find where our country is on the map here, and like, it looks like it's in England, but it looks like it's not. I don't even know where it is, like. I don't even know and, and, and what I'm talking about. <laughs> in it. <clears throat> Miss World, innit? She won it, and like, yeah. A country, I don't know where it is, but Epic failed to their country for having God Save the Queen as their anthem, because I, that's our anthem. And I know it's like kind of a British Empire kind of thing, but God Save the Queen when you don't really have one. Wait, so so is she from England? No, basically oh. it's, it's an English kind of, you know like you, they used to have the British Empire? Yeah. It's, it's some sort oh, of... Oh, okay, so, so, so they've got a... Uh national anthem but they're not actually part of Britain anymore um, I don't know it's hard to tell but, but it's yeah but I think it's Britain or something like that. it's something to do with Britain anyway it's, they, have, they have a base for the British armed forces anyway there so you know okay well yeah you know that pretty much does it for the first episode of the E-Zone the Epic Zone podcast you know straight up raw you know, we we, t- we tell it like it is on this podcast, man. You know, whether it's games, movies, music, you know, we just keep it real. You know, Ruthless Kid, he's got an obsession with anime and manga. So if you guys like that, you know, you can you can hear him talk about that sometimes. And hopefully we'll have some guests on the show 
at some point, you know, mix it no, up a little. Get some high high on Niku on here and <laughs> yeah, that that would be very interesting. Here, you know what I really want to do? I want to get you and Hip Hop Gamer on the same podcast, whether it's on the the, the co op or the office or you know this whatever. I want to get you two on the same. Like that would be pure entertainment. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna make that happen. But yeah, um, I just want to remind you guys to check out thecoalition.com and theepicnetwork.com. You know, keep it locked. Make sure you check out both sites every day. You know, we bring you all the the, the freshest content, man, for real. Get me? We get sitting. Freshest. Can't, you can't mess with us with this whole website thing, man, for real. We're coming up. Make sure you check out Game Time UK. Game Time UK, yeah. Check that out on the Coalition. You know, just go to thecoalition.com. And either click on videos or, you know, just type Game Time UK in the search. You know, you'll see us. Check out our Eurogamer episode and the wedding episode. Those are my favorites. Uh, <laughs> so, have you got any shout-outs before we get going? Yo, first I want to shout-out the Xbox 360. Yo, bringing me the, most game, the best gaming experience in my and everyone else's life was a 360. I'm sure everyone would agree. Shout out to H-Town Player. He's the fifth player. Shout out to Killer Cat, Killer Cat, and F Millie, F Millie, F Millie, and the old Crip, the one-time and, and one-time only member, third member, no, fourth member of Game Time UK. Yeah, man. And, um, yeah, shouts to everyone in the coalition, including Dro, because, you know, he's been a big help to me lately. So, um, who else would I like to shout out? I don't know. I don't even know who to shout out, man. <laughs> shout out to your gamer tag. Yeah, yo, if you want to hit me up, you know, gswaby at coalition.com. Hit me up there. If if it's a um, website inquiry, because I make websites, hit me up at gary at theepicnetwork.com. Um, and my gamer tag, swiftman, my PSN ID, Swift Epic, no space. Also PSN. Sure, yeah, man. <laughs> Fanboy. Okay, what's your what's your um, oh, yo, gamer tag? Gamer tag is Kieran Space Blackman. My PSN ID is Ruthless Kid Three Sixty. Cool, cool, cool. Do you even have that yet? Like, I got registered. To PSN. No. Okay. I'm, I'm gonna register. I was taken. <laughs> Alright, people. We'll, we'll, you know, we'll speak to you. We'll, you'll get to hear us again whenever. You know, I don't know how often we're gonna do these. You know, we're just kind of testing things out a little. So yeah, we out. Peace. My shit cost some cake, you think you can afford a date? But yo, your man should know that my group, we intend to blow. Treat your cats like Marlon Lawrence and motherfucking and your show. When I say no, with your understanding and the oh, Like that nigga Jigga said, yo, you even friend of foe. So respect my wish, I'm a perfectionist. And with the guns, the only time a nigga play, catch and kiss. Check the list, how many necks I twist. Who expected this? Exodus, to blow overnight, or even sex a bitch. But she kept feelings every time I hit her off. All my dick so bad, I need cockering to get her off. 
Ask my nigga Digger or my other nigga Mr. Ross I'll point we get across to make it that you get across Say, casket suit and I ain't wanna holler grave But you live in the birth and business on the holiday Just wanna walk with y'all. I don't wanna rhyme, I just need to talk with y'all. How you feel about me, yo? I think I'm pretty hot. When I rhyme, niggas grab they dick and diddy bop and pull they skelly down and put they ice grill on like they don't trust a nigga and walk around the club like they bout to crush a nigga. I get a nigga mad enough to where he snuff a nigga. Don't have a toast, yo, you fuck around and bust a nigga. You got the love a nigga. The way I crime, what? Out west, they fucking throwing gang signs up. Wildin' all night and don't care where they wind up. Next day, same ice grill. Inside a lineup, y'all niggas time's up, don't mean to trouble you I snatch your kids quicker than BCW What you mad about, I see a lot of tight jaws I got a lot of hoes, but I'm really, really liking yours Not to nag her, bout if I could bag her It ain't if I could have her, it's how I'm gon' have her Lay her like a cornerback, on the back, on the mat Found out, now you wanna act, we ran through her You wanna back, come on with that, you kiss a hoe You in the bitch league, you fuck around and miss the hoe I'm the type to twist the hoe, to diss the hoe Choke a threat in the killer Like a last name's Carlissimo Listen, yo, trick the hoe and get a dope That was prior, like Richard, yo Cause I done been around the world See, I met Puff and I know Mason But still the best nation, nigga, is donation So let me hold something, yo, you can't change my living This robbery's a holiday, call it thanks for giving Cause you a turkey, talking about you sell weight Nigga, you had soulmates, I had cellmates But now, I been the same three gunners for the same three summers And dice love me, they stay on the yeah, same yeah, three yeah. numbers You in my down south, niggas at What, what? You in my north side, niggas at What, what? You in my east side, niggas at What, what? You in my west side, niggas at What, what? You in my Cameron, niggas at What, what? You in my all the world, niggas at What, what? You in my in the all, niggas at What, what? You in my down south